0: all right welcome back guys here we are fresh new episode i'm gonna start this off by saying first off i have not had my coffee yet i have sierra has actually sierra's i feel like drink a lot this morning
1: well okay i, I went to starbucks and i got a grande and then came back home and i had some also left over starbucks from the other day like another coffee and so i had a piece into that oh my
0: lord she's just rubbing but it in I, my face
1: i'm yeah i still need more it's one of those days it's okay though
0: it's like one of those things that like i don't need coffee in the morning I do. you know it's almost like it's like not like... it's not a need i love to have it and usually it's i just savory. want my hot black coffee a mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. bit of honey mm-hmm.
1: iced what do y'all think hotter iced uh, iced all the way I don't in care the
0: morning you... to get my digestion going, you know i need that hot coffee that's like a good surefire way to like start getting things moving
1: why are we always talking about with you and your digestion because it's like.
0: important Anyways, wow. but, like, today was a day where I was, like, really craving some, like, iced Starbucks coffee. Don't mm. know why. Mm. That the was, ice, like, baby. I like, like a need. It's frigid outside, I A iced. need, and I didn't get to have it. So, honestly, there's, like, a... I can feel it. Like, internally, I am, like, it's like a little nerve. Like, I'm like, mmm, I am like i did not get my coffee. But, aside from that, kiss, I'm just kiss. drinking water.
1: Yeah. I've already... I was just telling Sage, um... I've already had like what time is it? It's ten fifty-two a.m. And I've had over half a gallon of water. I probably have like
0: I've not even had like no. A I'm
1: cup. literally so thirsty this morning. I think it was because we went to Muscle City Barbell yesterday and it's amazing like, an sash. which is awesome. But I, we were I like sweating, it, up sweating. ass. And then I had oh. Korean barbecue last night and she like, barely had like, a Korean a barbecue. Salt. I don't know. Like I naturally drink a lot of water, but something is up. Like I would be a thirsty. Her body. She be a
0: thirst. Thirsty girl.
1: Thirsty girl. Shoot. Shoot. Okay. Guess what we're we going talk to... about. Yeah. Yeah. Go know what we're
0: talking about today. Okay. So
1: um, I posted on my. We posted on our story. Um, what y'all want to hear about? And there are a couple of things that we're going to talk about today. One of them is purpose in the gym, and another one is balancing bodybuilding and lifestyle specifically with food. So first, we're going to talk about the gym. Mm-hmm. So purpose in the gym. So obviously we um in general with training our bodies have a purpose as in um eventually we're we're training to be better than we were the last time we competed which Mm -hmm. is more i would say an acute purpose maybe to the overall goal well i mean it's just, like, the, that's the goal that's always there, right? So, like, that's what I love about bodybuilding, which I've talked about before, is that you always have a goal in front of you. It doesn't have to be, um, like, I'm in prep and it's 18 weeks away. It's more like, you can be two years away. Like, right now, for us, we probably ain't going to compete till 2024. Yeah. But I still have that goal that in 2024, I'm going to be heck of a lot better than I was 2020. hmm Or when did I compete to? 20, 2020. End of 2020. End of 2020, yeah. Yeah, um, because I... I uh, want to take the time to grow, so my purpose in the gym is always going to be kind of connected to that long-term goal that I have, um, and so I think that's kind of what also sets your mindset going into it, that I'm not here to just work just working out, just get a little, little workout sesh, it's like I'm here to train um, and be the best that I can be and be sure that my training is on point. Um, and so, yeah, what are
0: your thoughts on that? I don't know. I have a lot going on in my head. I have numerous thoughts. Let me think which which area you want to go down. <clears throat> I feel like if we're talking about purpose in the gym, which most people do not have, and I think most people get intimidated by a gym.
1: True. Because I think... Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, I was like, because, you know, me and you Let's both were. Everyone that. is. And so finding purpose, it's... You know, we've talked about this. You have to get uncomfortable right. in order to eventually become comfortable. And... You know, you could go to a gym and start going through the motions. It certainly helps what me and Sarah are saying is when you understand how to train properly. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Which we'll do yeah.
1: a, we'll, we're going to do a whole podcast and YouTube video eventually.
0: Yeah, going training. kind of more into Because about that.
1: training um, effectively and properly has taken me time for sure. Yeah. And will continue to probably for the rest of my life because there's limitless things to learn. But um, knowing how to train. Um, will take you to the next level and understanding that on a deeper level. But we'll we'll unpack that later.
0: Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like a lot of times people say they want to get in shape or they want to join a gym, but they're kind of like guess They have that, like, fear, anxiety... I mean, I know I did being at Rise when I was first there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like what helped is I did have a coach who mm-hmm. was helping me and teaching me along the way. <laughs> but hello, people. Google and YouTube's your friend. Mm-hmm. I did that yeah. for the longest time, mm-hmm. looking up how to exercise. Well, I don't know exercise. I yeah, I was exercise. just like, uh, I'll watch a video. YouTube it. Um, You'll have to start somewhere. If you don't start, then obviously nothing's going to happen.
1: Yeah, but I think the first thing you have to do is set your mind. Before you even walk into the gym, figure out why you're going to the gym. You know, it's not about the other people that are there. Other people are not watching you near as much as you think they are. Yeah, nobody cares. When I go to the gym, it's like my therapy. You know, if I've had a busy day, I'm just like, okay, I'm ready to have my me. It's like my me time. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm not thinking about, you know, what are all these other people doing or thinking or whatever. I'm like, I'm there to do my thing and I'm owning it. And, you know, I I walk into the gym very confident because I know the purpose that I'm there. Mm -hmm. And it's truly to better myself and um to push myself and i have that time to um really just focus on me so if you're walking to the gym and you're focused on other people
0: mm-hmm. or if you're going to the gym because you're trying to do it to appease somebody else
1: ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. are you trying to do that booty work so that he can see hell no no.
0: yeah but sear's right make sure your mind is right what's your intention with going to the gym who is it for why are you there um because if our mind's not right then you know the body's not going to follow um i feel like another a good point because i was like talking to my coach about this Corey. recently i got into this funk just where my body was just exhausted and i would walk into the gym and immediately just be like i'm done and do not want to be here and it's been like that for a minute i'm just like i told her about it and it helped to hear from her and i will say this uh i preface this with the fact that I know what I, I know how to train properly at this point, and I'm I've been doing this work, the training plan that I have with her for a while now. Uh, so her point was, I was like, I have like the corey. I'm like, I got no drive, no desire. The minute I walk in the gym, I just feel like I'm going through the motions. Like I don't care. Like my body is just like I'm done, clocked out. There is no like intention behind this. I'm ready to leave. And then she was like, the point is, is like regardless, you're still if you're still there and you're still working out. Then you're still working like you're mm-hmm. not not doing it like you're still doing the movement she's like we're not going to stay on like this high drive energy all the time sometimes you're not going to want to be there but the point is is like if you're still putting in the work even if it doesn't feel like it mentally to you like even if you feel drained you're still doing something mm-hmm. which is better than absolutely nothing but <clears throat> i don't know i think people i just feel like the majority of people are just like scared or intimidated and then because of that they don't know what to do and then they don't you know try because it's like well I'm gonna stop at wherever my mind tells me you don't have the ability or the you feel uncomfortable in a new environment but everybody starts there like nobody started Mm -hmm. out knowing what they were doing you know
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and like me being a trainer and like some of my clients um disclosing to me how they're uncomfortable in certain parts of the gym and being like the main parts of the gym where all the You know maybe all the guys worked out if they're like female and so i'll intentionally make sure that we do train over there because you have to get yourself out of your comfort zone to become comfortable um and i think too just like even if you don't know exactly what you're doing like you're still doing yeah you're still in the gym because there's people who aren't going to the gym at all um or too too nervous to go So you have to just force yourself to keep going, keep getting outside of your comfort zone until it becomes comfortable, until it becomes normal. Um, So, yeah. And then also, I think uh, another thing mentally in the gym. So training is a lot more mental than you may think or realize. It's actually extremely Mm -hmm. mental. And I was explaining this to one of my clients as well because she was doing a set. And I was like, and I could tell it it was kind of a hard set for her. And I was like, okay, what's going through your mind while you're doing this set? And she told me, she was like, oh, that is really hard, um, but just like keep going." And I was like, "Good, definitely." <laughs> so I was like, "If you're if you're thinking, oh, I can't do this, then like automatically oh, yeah. you lose." And I told her, I was like, "Yo, like when I'm training, cause a lot of times there's a mental barrier, mm-hmm. especially if I'm on like a heavy like leg set or something." And um, it feels like I can't give any more. I can't do any more. I literally, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like I go inside my mind and I have to force myself to break down that wall in order to realize that I can do more and I can push harder. Um, But once you're able to understand that it's a wall and it's not a legitimate, um, it's a wall that can come down, I guess I'm saying. So if when you're training and you're like, oh, I felt a burn. Okay, we're good. We're going to stop there. Then you're not always pushing yourself enough. And that's not to say you need to go on failure on everything or all of that, because I don't agree with that. Um, but learn how to train your body um, and learn how to allow your mind to train your body harder.
0: Yeah so i like that a lot. I think it's yeah. also helpful of course like when you have people who push you and hype you to get you to do it and if you oh don't have God.
1: it I having mean- people having the right environment too i was telling somebody about this i was like i would not be able to train as hard as i do or understand training like i do if i wasn't around people who can train if i was just around about if I, if I just trained in a normal box gym my whole life and wasn't around people who really knew how to train in other bodybuilders then i would be more um average but i'm above average and i know that not out of pride but out of um
0: knowledge of who you are and And i'm
1: definitely not at the top or even near that but i know a lot more than the average person does and i can understand my body and understand my mind and how to train both of those um, in sequence better than the person does and I think that's the key is being able to train your body and use your mind in sequence as you're training because both of those are crucial, and both of those have to do with your purpose um, in the gym, and how you train, and how how well you train, how well you're able to push yourself to train, because a lot, a lot of times, people can train a lot more effectively, and a lot harder, but they don't have the mental capacity or understanding to do so.
0: Yeah, and what I was trying to say was, even if you don't have people there yet or whatever wherever environment you're in like Sierra was saying it has to be a flip that you you intentionally make flip. yeah
1: flip what
0: okay. okay I'll
1: flip the switch
0: gosh darn you me. know before I get a chance to finish what I've been trying to say I'm sorry
1: I'm let me just say up that up it's now.
0: 11 a.m 11.03 a.m Sierra is still tired and I can tell because I've,
1: she, well I've been up since early...
0: She got little bags in her eyes. Oh my god! I don't know if y'all can hear the energy coming through. Oh, that's right, you can't, because there is none. A Sierra just... Not, I, I, you sound so tired. I'm and you sorry. Look so tired. Just been
1: one of those days, man. She kind
0: of looks like a wrinkly marshmallow.
1: Okay, can we continue? on? marshmallow. <laughs>
0: well, I'll try to continue. my I thought... be
1: quiet now. My point
0: being is that, like, you have to make that own mental, like, switch in your head. And, like, I'll get in my head sometimes, too. Like, I am a lot stronger than I think I am, which means... I can move a lot more weight, way more than I think. So sometimes I'll hold myself back. And it does help that I have people around me that will, like, look at me and be like, yeah, no, like... You can do more, do more. But sometimes I'll we'll have like a, you know, you'd be on the leg press. I'm have a shit ton of weight. You know, I got like eight plates on each side. I'm like, yeah, it's going to move. So it comes by, mm, that shit look heavy. And then you're like, oh, what? what? And <laughs> then you start getting your hand, you're like, damn, this is like, this actually is heavy. And I'm like, oh, no. And then like, you kind of start like getting that zone where it's like, damn, this really does. I don't know why. I think it's more the fear of failure for me than the fear of injuring myself when I'm moving heavy weight. Mm, but even yeah. then i shouldn't be afraid I don't to fail
1: injury, to be with you. <laughs> yeah i don't yeah no
0: neither do i like it's never about like oh this weight could like you know hyper my leg and i break it or something who knows like i don't ever think about we that have
1: good forms yeah
0: so i'm like i don't see that happening i just see be like failing and i guess like i don't need to be afraid of failure i need to accept that like i can move this weight but if i don't yeah, i think it's you know then it, you let it you take like, that pride fall and you're like all right we drop right, this weight down right.
1: you're like i don't know that i can do this like this is like it's almost sometimes some sets depending on how heavy I'm going and what I'm doing, it's like almost scares me. But in a good yeah. way. Like I'm, I'm nervous before a set sometimes. Oh yeah. But in a good way, you're like, like I better freaking better move show this the hell up on this set, because if I don't, better it move happening, this mountain. Yeah. It happening. So, which I also love about training. is like, yeah. it's so cool that you can exactly push yourself mentally and physically that much. Um, yeah.
0: I think having, well, one thing that I always do anytime, if this helps anybody out there, then do it. But like, I know, I'm about to, like, I kind of, like, hype myself up in your head, you know? Oh,
1: yeah, and like I
0: have, like, a little hype. I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, bitch, wait. I'm, like, we won't move this. But, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. every time I'm yeah. about to move something heavy, I always say, I'm, like, Lord, help me move this mountain. This is a mountain. I was, like, help me move yeah. it. And I always like, get in my head and just say that over and over and over again yeah. until I, like, start pulling it. But, like, I just feel like you just got to, like... You have anyone else yeah. hyping you, hype your own damn self. Oh, yeah,
1: I gotta get in my, I gotta close my eyes sometimes. I always think, well, I just think back to the leg press. The leg press, me... That's, that's the machine. The leg press gets us all. Um, But I just like, I'm like, this is light. Like, this is Evan light. Like, we're gonna get this. And then this is kind of funny, but there's this video. It's like one of those motivational videos, and about a lion mentality yes really good and after i watched it i started like envisioning myself sometimes as a lion and like the gazelle is my weight
0: yeah you (laughs) tack that way
1: and i'm I'm, I'm, like just envision myself like i am the lion and i'm gonna go freaking tackle this and destroy it so even like visual things talking yourself up mentally and also um but yeah that's all that and then on another note um I think, too, if you don't do training logs, then you totally should. Mm-hmm. I'm always keeping up with um, uh, the weight that I'm using um, to be sure that I can know how to progress um, my lifts. On my upper body days now, not as consistent, not super consistently unless it's like bench or like, um, deadlifts and stuff like that, just cause I'm doing like more the split. So it's kind of, my exercises can be kind of changing each week. Um, but when I go back to more of a hypertrophy, upper body days, 100%, I always, I put it in the note section of my phone, the exercises mm-hmm. and the weights that I use. And i look back each week and I try to progress that. Um, and then legs, I'm always progressing with that and like keeping up with the weights used. So another part of learning how to train with purpose is, um, having that set before each workout knowing, okay, this is what I did last week for these exercises. Mm -hmm. I have to do at least this, this week. Um, so yeah, that too, but do we want to cover anything else with that?
0: i don't know. I mean basically purpose
1: in the gym is like you're there for you you're there to freaking get better get your mind right before you even step into the gym and then when you're in the gym be in the zone um you're not there for anybody else you're there to get better you're there to better yourself and you have to mentally um up your game in order to get better each and every week so keep showing up for you keep showing up for yourself um don't let what the fear what others think um hold you back Um, or make you feel uncomfortable because first off people are probably looking at you or thinking about you less than you think they are and even if they are your journey and your um your goals have nothing to do with them it has all to do with you and so yeah that's what i would say and um yeah that's all i gotta say yeah we can Switch it over. Okay, so switching gears, talking about managing um, or balancing bodybuilding
0: in life and specifically with, with food. food. Food,
1: food.
0: By the way, the shirt I'm wearing says hungry on it, and that's pretty accurate to how I feel
1: 24-7. Yeah, she's hungry, hungry I'm a hungry, hungry
0: hippo. I'm a hungry hippo. I didn't want to say that because I sounded bad, but you
1: said it, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> I know what I am. <laughs> I know who you are. Okay, anyhow. Um, yeah, so... Um. Okay, if we're talking bodybuilding specifically, I'll kind of take that route, and obviously that's where Sage and I relate to. Yeah. Um. So personally, we both um are given. We just track our macros. So we um, eat, fill the macros with the foods that we desire, which I think that. If you are wanting to do this lifestyle, bodybuilding or not, you should learn how to track your macros because first it'll teach you a lot about food, help you to understand food a lot more and um, just build that longevity in order to be more specific with your goals because 100% doing macros is going to help you um, change your body a lot um, yeah. because you can eyeball food or like intuitively eat and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. If you want to be more specific, then you definitely need to learn how to track your macros. So with that being said, um, I literally love what I eat every day. If I wanted to change what I ate every day, I could, but I don't care to yeah. because it's just too much work and I like what I eat. So I basically stick to the same foods. Um, each day, if I like feel like interchanging things, sometimes I 100 percent will, um, and like the other day I had watermelon instead of an apple, and I just mm. switched out the grams. Yeah, I had 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 a yeah, watermelon. Had not had watermelon in a long time, and I was like, yeah, I, I haven't had watermelon, watermelon
0: in a long time. That no. sounds good.
1: Um, so yeah, and then also. Obviously, um, in anybody's diet tracking or not, you want to keep it mainly whole foods, nutrient dense foods, but you don't need to exclude foods, you know. Um, if you want to eat a Rice Krispie treat every day, if you want a Pop Tart, and you have the carbs to do mm-hmm. so, if you want some cereal,
0: your girl add, loves uh, her Add it in and there.
1: Add it in there, and that's one hundred percent fine.
0: Yeah, I hate hate when I hear somebody be like, "Oh, but carbs are bad," or like they see me eat a Pop Tart thing, like, but you're a bunny, oh bodybuilder. Why girl, are you eating a Pop Tart? So and I'm no. like, Oh, this, this
1: guy at the gym. I swear, like, if you eat carbs. And fats together, they make you fat, or something like that. Whoever said that, like, get your no, head out of your no, ass. No, I literally, I said, I said, um, can you please tell me the scientific literature to back that up? Like, because just, The man
0: cannot. No. He ain't got you none. Know.
1: I was like, yo, that just ain't how it works, but anyhow. Um, so yeah, so as far as food goes in bodybuilding, and obviously if I was in prep, then- Yeah, um, that is different, but- Then you would do talk have about to lifestyle. Leave. You do have to be a bit more um, strategic and, um, I guess, careful. But I could still eat the same things I'm basically yeah. eating now.
0: Um, I feel like from an outsider looking at it, because I remember before. So, like, obviously, y'all probably know. this. So, Sierra was bodybuilding a year before I started bodybuilding. And I remember, like, asking you one day, because it's hard for me, having not ever, I guess, you know, been on a meal plan, track my food kind of thing um i remember asking you one day i was just like so how long are you gonna do this and i was like referring to the fact that you literally like eat the same thing kind of every day and you have your own meal plan and that's just what you stick to and you're like like forever and i was like what like you know i was like you, you sure about this mm-hmm. but like now having done it i love the lifestyle of it because look an outsider looking in you immediately think it's so restrictive When it's it's not not And that's the thing. People think it's restrictive and people think that like. What's restrictive? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh mm -hmm. Pop
0: off. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say
1: is what's restrictive is that you have goals that you stick to. That's the only restrictive part. If you don't, if you want to build your physique. But you don't want it enough where you have to stay on top of tracking carbs, proteins, fats, or at least protein. Then you don't want your goals enough, and you can mm. go bye bye. Um, because the truth is, food makes up a huge part of it. Oh, so geez. if you want to be better, but then you don't want to like actually be disciplined in your eating, then um, get the hell over it, or just don't be better, and that's that. So <laughs> and discipline with eating can be good, like yeah. freaking people. People be seeing my food and they know it be good. I'm like, yo, and you (laughs) You see what I've accomplished with this yummy food. I don't have to eat dang salads and like.
0: Oh, but I do like a salad, but plain chicken all the time. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like, I make my food. You also, and this is fine because people. I guess need time to understand this, but people don't understand how to cook or how to make food taste good. And like, Mm -hmm. I just from tracking my macros for so long and doing my foods and being a coach and other stuff, like I've just learned how to make food good Good, and how to add things to it. Whipping in the kitchen, Chef Boy army. And so it's like, you have to learn how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, freaking, okay, you want some French fries? Sure, go to McDonald's and get some of that trans fat French fry ish. <laughs> or you can freaking get yourself an air fryer, slice Cut them, them potatoes spears, and mm. throw them in there. You can spray and some them up. Honestly even better on than like salt, French fries. Paprika, so good. And, like, air boom, fryer mm. boom. So it's like what do you like to eat? Okay, cool. Put it in there. Or if you like french fries, take you out the French eat. fries, get yourself some potatoes and just air Make fry. your own French fries. So one hundred percent you can Eat the foods that you enjoy, eat yeah. the foods that you desire every single day, change it every day if you want, and still stay within your goals, but you have to take the time to learn how to track your macros and all of that, which at first can be overwhelming, but um, is not difficult, to yeah. be real. It's not difficult. Get yourself a food skill, download MyFitnessPal, learn how to use it, yeah. Um, and stay on top of it. And like. Something that you could do is just first off, if you're completely new to tracking macros, is just first track protein. Protein is the foundation to every diet, to every meal. Um, and I think that you should learn and understand that first and foremost, especially when your goal is changing your physique. So just simply tracking protein intake before tracking anything else. If you need that kind of just one step at a time, yeah. just start with that um, and then move onward. Um, as far as eating out and such, um, we definitely do that in our off-seasons, yeah. and um, generally this is how I do it. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can technically track food out if you are going out to eat, but... Um, and you still want to try to do your best to stay within your macros. You can 100% do that. Is that less accurate? Absolutely. Um, like sometimes some restaurants will be on MyFitnessPal and the meals and all of that. And they will be macros and everything will be in there. But some things or a lot of things aren't. And you're going to kind of have to estimate. And I think that with... Um, the longer you've been tracking the easier it is to estimate. But of course there's still an accuracy with that. But um you can still go out to eat and track the best you can. Um however I'm kind of more of the just me personally, um track your own food and eat out more minimally. Um if you're really trying to stay within those goals and be accurate. But I definitely um when I'm not cutting or not in prep, I do have like one meal out a week that's untracked and sometimes um, it can be more than that because um, just over time I've allowed myself to not be so mentally strung up on food and to give myself a little bit more freedom but overall day to day I am staying on top of my macros tracking my own food weighing my food and it's just what I enjoy I enjoy the consistency of it and I know that what I'm inputting in my body is exactly what is There, that's many grams, carbs, proteins, fats. Um, I was actually listening to, I I paid for this membership with Jordan Peters, trained by JP, Um, really great coach in the UK. And he was talking about some things on his education videos and they actually had to do with anabolics. And um, he was saying, if your training and your nutrition is not 100% on point, then you have no idea how to really taper up, down, change the dosages or drugs or whatever you're taking because you don't know what's going on in your body. And we're not talking about anabolics right now, but it kind of relates as in if you don't really understand how much food you're intaking, then you don't understand how to, um, alter things to grow or to lean down. Like I have people ask me, how do you cut? And I'm like, do you even know what you're eating right now? No. Okay. Do you know how to track? No. How do you track? Okay. Download my fitness pal. Let's learn because the truth is you're trying to cut, but you don't even know what to cut from, or you're trying to bulk, but you don't even know how much you're eating. So you have to understand food intake, um, and your macros in order to really progress specifically and progress, um, in my opinion, the, um, best way if you're really wanting to be goal focused oriented and disciplined and again like for us it's not even really a, necessarily a disciplined thing at this point it's just how we live so thoughts sage i've just talked
0: i know you talk so uh, much a
1: really long time so sorry, I'm sorry. um sorry. hmm <laughs> yeah, i don't know you said, she, she definitely don't know and i just, just, kept, she just on. She kept going on i to sit
0: here flapping those cheeks so. but yeah okay um, so well i think oh, i just feel like people like the biggest thing is people understood how to well first off you've broken down you kind of talked about with Bethany in another podcast podcast. i feel like i don't know if you guys did or not what? um because like you're talking about your macros right but people don't even know what their starting macros or what their body oh, yeah. you know what i mean so we're not really going to go into all that because that's just too much and that can be broken down another time point is is that if you're like sierra's saying you have a goal and you want to reach that goal then food is going to be like it you know people sometimes say the 80 20 like working on 20 percent eating is 80 percent. don't know how accurate that is but that's you know pretty close to what it is like food's gonna like be a lot if you want to be better your food has to be like Sierra saying like we eat food we enjoy it's not restrictive to us it's not
1: restrictive at all like
0: and that's the thing i think people like because i used to be an outsider looking in and i thought it was restrictive but now doing it i realize it's not because i eat food that i like but like, you know like i get you know sweet potatoes or a pop tart every day or you know I, i'm just like hey this is the kind of breakfast i want this is this and for me i don't ever think oh i'm tired and now i want to eat something like two days into it and now i want to eat something new i just don't I get some people are like that, and some people yeah. I feel like are very picky, and I'm going to use the word picky because, dear Lord, mm, if, you people, eat, if you have a breakfast and you eat it for two days and you come and complain and be like, I want to try something new. If you hate it, cool, change it. If you just saying this because you picky ass and you can't stand your goals, and dear Lord, get over it. This is why I can't be a coach, y'all. I just be mad all the time at people. But it's not restrictive. Like I eat what I love every day and like me and Sarah saying how it works for us, other people don't do this. Some people, you know, don't cheat at all. I mean Marcos last podcast hasn't cheated since March something in 2019. That is him. Go for it, man. Like that's that's how he wants to live and that's how other people do. Um, like Sarah's saying, some people track when they're going out. If they want to go out to eat, but they want to still stay on their plan, they'll try and track that. Um for me and her, it's more we stay on our plan during the week and then on the weekend, if we want a free meal, or if we want to go out with friends and have something, we that's untracked for us. Right, we just right. eat what we want to eat. We wanna go eat burger, yeah. cool, we wanna go eat yeah. And cool. like another
1: thing is like mm, two, when you eat what you enjoy during the week and then you go out on the weekend, it's less like, oh my god, I want to eat everything. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to go out and have a meal, and let's say you want a burger, go have a burger. You don't have to have the milkshake with it. If you want a milkshake, maybe wait till next week and have the milkshake if you're trying to have that balance. That's kinda of how I explain it to my clients. I'm like, okay, if you wanna if you want to eat out, let's have the meal, but not the dessert. If you want the dessert, then have a lighter meal. You know? So it's like this is not your last time eating food. You have yeah. the rest of your life. Um and so enjoy and eat out what you want to eat, but listen to your body. When you've hit satiety, then stop.
0: Yeah, that's something, ooh. Like, mm. last night
1: when I was eating Korean barbecue, I was like, you know what? I'm full, and I don't want to eat anymore, and
0: I'm going to stop, and that's it. I did, I so it did not stop. I did not stop. I did not But that's something, like, I've learned, too, that's really, this has been, like, a really good thing for me. Because even people, like, you know, people go and be like this all damn time. They're like, you're not going to eat all of that? Oh, but you're going to eat all of that? Like, you know, there ain't no way to appease everybody. Everybody ask going to be tight and off sometimes.
1: Ass and all an Yeah,
0: like, so for me, I, w- I love food, and it was hard for me. Like I will eat past entirety, and I will like force myself to finish what's on my plate. And I used to be like that. And when I went, you know, into prep and then I came out of it, it was like I would get sick and I realized like learning and processing through it. Like, let's say I go out and I have sick, like I bought six donuts and I'll eat two. And I'll feel and I'll tell with my body, do I feel satisfied? Do I really want to eat all these other donuts? If I do, cool, I'm going to eat them. But more often than not, I've like literally stopped myself from eating and finishing food because I realized I'm satisfied and I need to listen to my body. And if I've hit satiety, then there's no point in telling myself, you have to finish what's on your plate. No, you don't. Like, you don't have to force yourself to finish anything. If you're not full, okay, then keep eating. But like, I've had to learn to listen to my body and be like, Okay, no, like, I'm actually good. I don't need to finish this.
1: Be in control of the food. The food doesn't control you. That's a huge thing. So you're always the one in control. Remember that food is food. Food is to fuel you, and you are to enjoy the fuel. So, um, yeah, that's what I'll say about that and eating out. Um, When you eat out, if if you're eating out more than once a week, which I'm not going to say is bad, then don't make, you know – don't make each meal like super heavy or, Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to find a good balance, you know, find that it's all about balance. It's all about balance. Um, and listening to your body and understanding your body and understanding that your mind will tell you that you want more or you want this, but you have to assess, um, what is my body telling me? How do I feel right now? How is this going to make me feel not only physically later, but mentally later? Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? Um, and yeah, and I, I almost don't like saying, is it worth it? Because I don't want it to feel too stringent when you go out to eat. Like, I can't have this. And I still definitely struggle with that. But in general, um, just feed your body how, how you, it's going to make you feel good and enjoy what you're eating, but you don't have to overindulge ever. And that's a mental
0: part of food that you have to learn. Yeah. That's finding your own way and your own balance in that. And that just comes in time for everybody.
1: So I think we did. good.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've, we've said everything we need to say. Sierra still looks yeah. sleepy, so. Yeah, you know. I
1: apologize if I sounded a little off on this podcast. I just need more caffeine. I do
0: Yeah, you look it. But, okay, but... I swear
1: to God, this is a good thing we didn't record this one. Because she's telling me I really look like Shat right
0: now. No, you don't look like Shat. I'm just kidding. Shat. just Shat's cousin, but oh, not Shat itself. Good. You know? It's all right.
1: It's all right. I own it. <laughs> anyway, you're bootamist at all times.
0: All the time, all the time, Budimus and beautiful. All the
1: time. All right, and you're Budimus and beautiful too. Whoever is listening to the podcast, <laughs>
0: and it's totally over now. And we it's over. okay on that note. Okay, bye.